With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's Dogs HQ in the morning. Rusty, we got a lot to talk about. We're going to talk transfer portal additions, subtractions, Orange Bowl, Maybe sneak in a little bit of National Signing Day since, you know, I don't know if we've had a chance to really dig into it and talk with you, um, you know, since uh, since all of that went down. Before we do that, though, let's talk about our partners over at Prize Picks. Listen, Prize Picks skill based. All right, this is uh, we've been doing it. Uh, we've we've had some success with it. We've had some, you know, we've had some tough times with it. But Prize Picks is one of the fastest growing. Um, you know, fantasy daily fantasy deals out there. It is phenomenal. Um, you know, it's a way to have a lot of fun. It's a way to get engaged with the sport. You get big payouts up to 25 times what you put in. And if you use the promo code dogs, D-A-W-G-S, you get a deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Um, it's it's just a tremendous way to go through and 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 follow the game. Um, whether it's college, whether it's NFL. Uh, you can jump in there with other sports, NBA. You can cross pick. You can pick a you know teams of different sports. You put things together in that way. It is it's so much fun, and uh, it's a wonderful way. You you can you can kind of you know dig into this thing. You can you can make your own uh, make your own luck a little bit in some of this stuff by uh, by just going through studying the numbers, looking at run defense, pass defenses. Um, we don't have any picks today, but we will later on in the week. Uh, when we come back to you for the Orange Bowl, uh, assuming that there will be some up at that point. But um, listen, you right now you could jump in. Um, there's not a whole lot going on in the world of football over the next couple of days, unless you're you know picking some of these bowl games. Uh, but you know the NFL won't be cranked up until the weekend. But jump in, go to Prize Picks, and uh, check it out. Uh, pri- deposit match up to a hundred bucks with the promo code Dogs D A W G S. And uh, go make you a little scratch. Go, go, kind of recover. Maybe get get back some of that gift money you lost during uh, during Christmas time because it'd be a good way to get it. All right, Rusty, <clears throat> where do we start with the? Let's start with the portal additions. Um, as we told you over at Dogs HQ, Georgia got Xavier McLeod. They've got uh, the, uh, they got uh, Colby uh, Colby Young, mm-hmm. and they also added uh, Trevor Etienne. Um, obviously all of those are guys that Georgia wanted that Georgia targeted early. Um, what, what's your thoughts on, on those three additions and, and maybe the biggest one of the bunch play now, like they're, they're not coming to, these guys aren't coming to, uh, just to hang out, you know what I mean? Or be, be, these guys are coming to play real minutes. They're coming to, uh, obviously come into areas that we all feel like as dogs HQ staff, that they needed to have additions at wide receiver running back and defensive line. So the first three boxes you check with those guys and in London Humphreys is another one, you know, we talk about, um, you know, wide receiver as well. So, um, you know, I think the one for me, um, I think the one for, I think I can speak for everybody is, is ETN. And I think what he does, Jake, you watch a little more tape than I do, but I think what he brings to you is something that Georgia kind of missed this year and that was that james cook kenny mcintosh ability to be a pass catching running back 
and Georgia had some of that, but they didn't have what they what they've had in the past. And this guy can run between the tackles. The first thing you notice about him is how many people bounce off of him, and that tells you this dude's put together. Um, and a lot of guys, you know, he breaks a lot of tackles from that three yard to eight yard game, which is a big deal. And then the ability to catch the ball in the backfield, I think that uh, that that is going to be such a big weapon for Carson Beck uh, as they go forward next year. I know a lot of Georgia fans took uh, took a lot of pride in you know maybe giving Florida fans something to really be upset about on Christmas Eve. I know that um, you know having you know stolen ETN there and Rusty with him. I thought you know over the past couple of years one of the best better backs Georgia has faced. Um, you know multifaceted. I always think that, you know, when when you've got a player, whether it's a starting wide receiver or a starting cornerback, that they're like, we're going to put you back there on kick return. They're they're trying to get touches for you. They're trying to get you an opportunity to do some stuff, and apparently he likes doing that. I don't know if he'll do it at Georgia, but I think it does speak volumes to who he is. One guy I want to kind of center on here, though, real quick, is, is Xavier McLeod. Yeah. Where does he fit? You know, I mean, weighed in, you know, at, at well north of 300 pounds on his Georgia official visit. Um, do you see him as a guy that they can kind of use as a, as a versatile piece there on the interior, or do you think they earmarked him? Yeah, he could play D-tackle. He could even play some five probably a little bit. Um, you know, you may can slide him down a little bit, nose guard. It just – for me, with him, it's a kid that they worked out multiple times. It's a kid they recruited extremely hard uh, to get to Georgia the first time. And they lost him at, you know, South Carolina won a very close recruiting battle. And then, you know, one year later, he is he is at Georgia. So uh, that that's a big piece of the puzzle, man. They, we had a uh, guy here, uh, Carlos Robertson. Uh, happy holidays. Good morning, Carlos. And he said, are you expecting any more D-line transfers? Um, you know, they brought in McLeod. I think the one thing with D-line, Jake, you know, and I'm not saying it's done. But there's a good chance that Warren Brinson, Stackhouse, and several guys are back. You know what I mean? And I don't know they anticipated that. So, um, you know, if Georgia, if they're able to bring most of their guys back, I don't know what, you know, how many spots they're going to have in that D line room, especially with bringing in McLeod. That was a guy that I know was high. They were a high priority for them and they got it. So, signed and done. So, you know, with the D line room, I think Georgia's had a, so far, a pretty good kind of month of December. It looks like they may get some of these pieces of the puzzle back that they weren't anticipating, especially in that defensive line room. And they got to have some help there. You know, they got to have some depth, got to have some of those younger kids step up. And, you know, that that will give those you, – you bring – if you bring Brinson and Stackhouse and those guys back, it doesn't make those guys have to play 35 snaps, you know, next year. It, for both of them. You know, you look at Stackhouse in the second half of the Alabama game, and he had to play too many snaps. I mean, it just didn't have – they didn't have a body in there. So, if you get Jordan Hall and Jod Jarrett and all those guys that you recruited as well, get those guys going, um, you know, could be a really good uh, – could be a really good defensive group that's coming back there, especially up front. Yeah, and, and you, you hit on the point that I think is most important here, and it's that when you talk about Christian Miller – Who's a redshirt freshman this past year and and really started to come on at the end of the year? Yep. Jordan Hall, like Jod Jarrett. That is where to me, when you see if if Georgia wasn't bringing veterans back and you were just going to be kind of that was going to be a little bit of a problem. I thought 
Like, you, you know, just you're bringing in new guys like Nasir Johnson. You can't really rely on those guys, but you're thinking as many of those new guys you're bringing in, you maybe get one or two that can give you, you know, 10 snaps a game. But the but the biggest improvement that's going to come with Georgia's defensive line is from from Jordan Hall and from Christian Miller and from from maybe Jod Jarrett joining the fold and yep. getting in there and taking more snaps. I mean, maybe Jordan Hall goes from a you know a, a probably averaging six to seven snaps a game this year to maybe a fifteen to twenty guy with a yep. ton, ton of talent, former five star prospect. But I think we agree on this, Rusty. The right guy enters the portal. They're going to figure out a way yeah. to get him. You know, if it's, yeah, if it's yeah, if yeah, a big time yeah. nose tackle jumps in. Um, that that we know is is a is an anchor right there in that middle. Georgia's absolutely going to take a big swing. Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State. If a six six three hundred and forty pound three hundred and fifty pound athletic dude went in, I don't even know what that person would bring right now because it's just they're just hard to find, you know. And Georgia had you know they had Jordan Davis and they had these guys and. They're just they're just hard to find. That's the reason why they're first round draft picks. You know what I mean? It doesn't happen. It didn't happen too often. And uh, big human beings, man, big human beings. And um, I, I'll share this. Uh, I remember. Uh, not, I think I've written this a couple of times before, but I ran into Trey Scott at a uh, Nike coaching clinic in Atlanta, Glazer, one of those coaching clinics. And Trey Scott has never said one word to me ever about a, a ranking. And I'm telling you right now, the man looked me right in the eye and said, I'm telling you right now, Jordan Davis is a hell of a lot better than a three-star. And yeah. I'll never I'll never forget that. You know, but here, here's the thing. Trey Scott worked him out as a sophomore when he was at North Carolina. So he had a he had an early eval on him. If you remember when he came to Georgia, that was a priority for him to get that kid. And uh it just those are hard to find, man. A guy didn't come out of his hips. Uh, and explode it and, and and run and do all those things and then you then you take a personality. It's just hard to find. But to answer your question, one of those come in. Yeah, somebody, somebody, somebody's gonna be a priority because Alabama and Georgia, everybody's looking for one of those. Yeah, not only not only is Georgia gonna go after him, they're gonna have to go after him and fight. Paul Derlinger has a comment here. Uh, it seems like uh, UGA is fine. To, has to find to, has fine tuned its NIL approach. Do you think they'll be more aggressive going forward? I mean. I don't think Georgia's changed a whole lot as far as its, its NIL approach. I mean, Georgia, Kirby has preached sustainability the whole time, just signed the number one class, um, had the number one class while a lot of folks were kind of, you know, uh, belaboring the the whole, uh, you know, NIL approach. And, and Georgia Georgia's going to do it the way uh, – Kirby's going to be hard-headed as far as that goes. That's just the way it's going to go. And, you know, for better or for worse, you know, I think if, if at some point it starts to maybe get away from them, yeah, but when you're landing number one classes and – and and uh, your high school class, you're getting big, big number one high school classes. And then also, you know, getting some top priority targets out of the transfer portal. Um, they are, they are huge there. Um, Rusty, let's talk about this, this whole um, defensive back deal George has going on. AJ Harris jumps into the portal. Daniel Harris jumps, uh, announces he's jumping into the portal, but we've got some more Intel over the, on that over at dogs HQ. What can you tell us, about those situations and the finality of it or like thereof? Um, I, I don't, I guess neither are over with, uh, you know, I don't know that, I don't know that either one of them ever plays another game at Georgia. And I don't know if either one of them are not on the roster uh, come Clemson. <laughs> you know, so that's, that's, uh, that's interesting with that. So this portal stuff we're learning as well. 
and uh, I don't want to get too far into this, but the, the recruiting calendar for that portal is is that maybe the worst thing I think I've ever seen. And there's been some bad damn decisions by the NCAA, but this portal window is as bad as I've ever I've ever seen. I just don't even know how you fix it. And I'm not defending the NCAA when I say that. Like I just don't know how you get it in place with 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 classes starting when they start in January and. It's, you know, I honestly, I mean, I, I don't feel bad for him or anything. I didn't feel bad for George the past two years. But think about what Alabama, Washington, um, Texas, and, I mean, Georgia's got them a got them a brain full of that last couple of years. Hey, something. As soon as the playoffs are over, those four teams, you wait till the three or four days after their season's over and watch the players that are leaving and, and what they have to deal with in, in, in a short time frame. You remember last year when Georgia won national championship and, you know, you guys just landed. We everybody just landed from LA. Next thing you know, you have to start writing stories. This guy's gone. This guy's gone. This guy's gone. This guy's gone. I mean, th- th- those four teams, you know, they have the uh, kind of luxury of number one being in the playoffs. But number two, uh, you keep your team together right now. But when that when that plane lands uh, from those bowl games, it's on for those teams as well. So um, it's, it's 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 just a mess, man. I'll say one thing: I've known Tate Rodemaker since he was a sophomore. I have known his dad, who was the head coach at Bad Austin several places for many years. For that young man to have to make the decision to to walk away, basically as a starter this week uh, in an Orange Bowl game, I don't even know where we are with a with a calendar because you know he's got to make decisions on his next place now, and uh, you know it just there's just a lot to it, man. But it, it's a bad bad deal right now with this calendar. I. Don't, I don't even know that I would have the answer, but we got to get some people in the room and try to figure this thing out. And they got to listen to these coaches, man, because what they're going through trying to prepare for bowl games and playoffs um, and then have to give the kids time, you know, give them time to, to, to make the decision. And um, it's just, it's a bad deal. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's that ripple effect from, <clears throat> from not being more proactive on the transfer portal, not being more proactive on NIL. And, you know, you're you're trying to hold to your guns about these kids being student athletes, and most of them would be better served to take their time in the transfer portal and skip spring semester. But, hey, you can't do that. You need to be in with your new team in the spring and, and do all that. Speaking uh, – one thing I do want to get to right here, um, Matthew, I do not want to, uh, you know, butcher your last name, Matthew Warren-Nikki. Matthew W. Matthew Dub. Uh, what's with all the DBs leaving? Listen, man, that's a position where you recruit a lot of guys. You've got a lot of guys on the roster. And, you know, it, the path of least resistance, um, You it, sometimes it's it makes sense. And, you know, when, you're, when you've got a chance to go get on the field somewhere else, um, you've got to think about that. I mean, now, now with that said, you're looking at a guy like Nylon Green who spent three years at Georgia. He's going to Purdue. He's probably going to get a chance to start. Hey, the NFL sends scouts to Purdue games and practices too, and he's going to try and go get some snaps under his belt. I mean, uh, look at Tresman Marshall last year at inside linebacker. He played – now, he was dinged up some, but he played right around 200 snaps for Georgia at inside linebacker. A key piece, Right. He goes to Alabama this year, and he's got two game, one game at least, and maybe two games left, and he's already played right at 400 snaps. He doubled his snap count. He gave himself a chance to go do something, and all of these guys kind of have to live by that. They have to get snaps under their belt, and that's how DB works. Yep. Uh, Paul W. here, thoughts on Lad? Uh, I think we've been pretty consistent on Dogs HQ. We would both lean that he's going pro, but that's not that's not a definite yet. Um, you know, we'll see. 
where it goes as far as that. Uh, I still get texts about Brock Bowers and and uh, you guys. <laughs> You guys will have an answer. Uh, I fully expect Brock Bowers to be in Miami. I fully expect him to be on that plane tonight. Now, what, what he does this week, uh, Jake and Palmer will be all over that for Dog HQ, and we'll certainly have a answer for that pretty quickly. But uh, Brock Bowers, in my opinion, has played his last game at University of Georgia, uh, or, or, he, or he will this week. And um, we certainly you certainly should just sit back and appreciate you had a guy like that for three years because uh, he, he is different and a three time All American. You talking about rare company, really rare company. Yeah, three for three, too. I mean, this is it's about the David Pollock three for three. No, no, no I mean, uh, David Pollock three time All American. No offense to him, but he did it in four years. Herschel and, and Brock have done it in three, which is really impressive. Oh. Uh, Georgia on lab, Georgia's hoping, man, they get down here to Miami where, where me and Palmer are right now. We flew in last night. Uh, they're hoping lad gets down here and gets some real good Cuban food. Maybe, maybe, uh, you know, gets excited about, you know, maybe possibly, you know, staying with the team and, and sticking around. But like you said, it, it does, it does feel a little bit like that one might be leaning towards him going pro. But listen, I mean, the fact that he hasn't come out and said it, we'll say the same thing we said about him and Car- so the same thing we said about Carson Beck. Until he feels good enough about it to come out and tell us, then it's still up in there. And uh, we've we've seen things. I mean, shoot, Cedric Van Pran interview with me and you talked about, hey, I was gone, and then I woke up one morning, I decided I wanted to be back, and you know, I kind of went back and forth on it a little bit. So it can always change. Um, And what's the deadline? Like December, uh, January fifteenth. January fifteenth. Yeah. And some of these guys are going to push that out. And oh, yeah. there's, there's a lot we're waiting on. There is so much. I mean, Smile Munden is the only guy that we know for sure that has announced for a fact that he is definitely coming back. And, um, you know, there might Georgia might get a surprise or two. And, and I say it's a surprise because I don't know. I really do not know. So, you know, if you're a member over at Dogs HQ, don't take this over to uh, to the dog walk and say, Jake said he's somebody's coming back. We're going to be surprised by. I would be surprised by some of these guys coming back too. But, um, there's a chance there might be some. There's some chance there might be some guys leave early that you wouldn't think it would enter the NFL draft. Only one guy on this entire roster has to go pro, and that is Tramel Wowther. He is the only guy that has to play his final game as a Bulldog um, on January. I'm sorry, on December 30th. Um, and then everybody else can come back, but they won't. And um, we know Georgia has to lose some guys to make room for that big time signing class. And Rusty, let's let's just hit on KJ Bolden here for a little bit. I mean, Georgia Georgia inks. 27 prospects in a span of four and a half hours. We drank from a fire hose over at Dogs HQ. It was it wasn't even like drinking water from a fire hose, it was like drinking motor oil from a fire hose. And then they add KJ Bolden after just a long, hard recruitment of one that really he could have created all the drama in the world throughout the football season and after he committed, but he didn't. Waited till the end, made the call. You were there. What was what was the vibe like there at uh, Buford High School when that all went down? It, yeah, I walked in. I remember walking in and Coach Applin, longtime coach there, known Coach App for a long time. I looked at him. I said, "Has it been a while?" He just he just shook his head. He said, "Go sit in the front row." Yeah, you know, and I was like, "Coach, I'm here." And uh, you know, it, we we kind of started feeling, you know, we, we talked about this, but kind of about 48 hours you know, out of National Sign Day. I was like, wait a minute. There's some real Georgia stuff going on. And also, you know, I wrote a behind-the-scenes piece on some things that started adding up, you know, specifically. I think with with the text on December 8th, for me, I was like, this is this is for real. This is for real now. And 
uh, I knew from the eighth on um, to, to pay attention. And uh, Georgia got in home. Auburn got in home. You know, Florida State had him on the last visit. Uh, but, uh, you know, K.J. Bolden, man, said it um, a couple interviews. I felt like Malachi starts, Caleb Downs, and K.J. Bolden are three of the best safeties to come out of Georgia in a long time. And Georgia's going to end up getting two of the three. And it wouldn't surprise me at the end if all three don't go first round at, at some yeah. point. You know, so just ultra, ultra talented players. Uh, and I think K.J. Bolden, uh, he'll be in Georgia – uh, he's going to play in San Antonio in the All-American Bowl. And when he gets back from the All-American Bowl, he will uh, start Georgia. And, um, it, you know, they will start coaching him the minute he gets there, you know, and, and it hopes, it hopes that uh, this guy can help you quickly and probably can. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, man, I the narrative was I remember when when he committed to Florida State this summer that the narrative became why can't Georgia land elite safeties? And now you look in the past three classes, they've gotten – they missed on Caleb Downs, right? I mean, they wanted him bad. That's Kirby's yeah, interaction with him after yeah. the game. I mean, you know how bad they wanted Caleb Downs. But last three classes, Malachi Starks, Jonel Aguero, and uh, K.J. Bolden. Yeah. I think Georgia's doing pretty well with elite safeties now. Um, yeah. and it's, it's funny how just that one thing can change. I'm not even calling anybody out when I say that. It, it does change that narrative a whole lot. Uh, Georgia kind of breaks through at Buford High School there and gets a, gets a big-timer. Listen, I've been on KJ. I think he's different. I think he's more Malachi Starks in terms of his skill set than he is Caleb Downs. But ultimately, you get a guy that's going to be able to help you and do some special things for you in that secondary. He's, he's one of those, you know, I, I put a big uh, big premium on guys who can be as good as they want to be. And KJ is one of those guys, I think. And I said it whenever he committed to Florida State, and I'll say it again, really – fantastic football player and uh, a guy that I hope Georgia fans actually get a chance to know over the next three years too, because you know, the, there was that whole, well, he's gone to Florida state and he got, got painted as a drama King and everything else, but I've never heard anything. I've only heard good things about the guy and uh, I'm sure he's going to And it, First thing he said when he started doing interviews was, Hey, I'm just, I know you guys want to talk. I just really want to get to work. I think he's just excited about kind of that next phase. Uh, Rusty, hit on one more thing since we're here in Miami and, uh, um, you know, trying to make uh, it happen. Y'all are we're, in we are in, Fort, we are in Fort Lauderdale. Palmer and I are in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, in um, rainy northwest Georgia. So, y'all, yeah. y'all hey, that, drive to, that drive to the airport last night was was rough. Uh, it was, there was that a lot of rough. That's the decision y'all have made because I'm watching the news right now, and the airport looks like the last scene in Braveheart. So. <laughs> hey, that's that was the thinking behind it was hey, let's travel out of here on the red eye Christmas night, yes. sneak yeah. out here and, and dodge some of the uh some of the problems. Now we did have a we were hungry when we got off the plane. We had to we had a hard time finding something to eat uh on Christmas Day, but we we you know it's me and Palmer, we found something. Yeah. Uh but I wanted to ask you so the team is a lot of folks, I think maybe and I was too up until a few days ago, I was a little bit caught off on this. Um can the team, can the players that have signed with Georgia, they can actually be with the team in Miami, right? They can travel too. There's something that allows that now, correct? Uh, some of them. I, I don't know. The, I don't know the whole deal. Who last year lost and Lucky did it. Uh, okay. I'm just. You guys will be able to. See, you. The good thing is tonight, you guys are going to know. Yeah. You guys will know exactly who, uh, who, what, when, and where. Um, you know who's there. So we'll find out tonight. I, you, Few, I expect a few of them there, but I, I don't know exactly who, what, when, or where, who's down there. But the good thing is, when that plane lands tonight, you guys will know uh, exactly who's who's down there. 
All right, Rusty, we got to mention one more partner before we let everybody go, and that's our folks over at Game Time. Game Time's been with us for a long time, and they've been that way because we just we love them, and they love us. GameTime.co, uh, download the app. It is a it is a seamless, beautiful experience. Like, listen, I'm I'm trying to go see some Dave Chappelle down here at the uh, Hard Rock uh, while mm. we're down here. I'm, I'm working on trying to find out which night I'm going, checking with some guys from other sites. I don't mind mentioning name. I'm trying to get BA to go with me, Brandon Adams. Um, you know, I want to see Dave live. Uh, I've, I've always been a big fan and, and get some laughs, get some drinks. Uh, if you're going to be down here and you want to join, you see, I mean, you want to join us, that's right there, gametime.co. Download the app, use the promo code DOGS, D A W G S. And uh, you can get $20 off your first order. Terms apply on that. I believe you have to meet a threshold as, as far as how much it actually costs. But get your Orange Bowl tickets, too. There is a football game going on. And I'm not so sure, you know, Florida State in some ways has got that <laughs> got that uh, uh, memo. They've, uh, they are going to be very decimated by opt-outs in this game. And uh, But get your tickets. Get down there. This is a cool venue. I enjoyed – I was down here in 2021, first time I ever saw Hard Rock Stadium. And I thought it was thought it was beautiful. Brought in the new year from down on the field after Georgia beat Michigan a couple years ago. So going over to Game Time, uh, you download the app or go to GameTime.co and uh, use that promo code Dogs D A W G S uh, to get your tickets for the Orange Bowl for a, for a, any other sporting event for for a concert for a show. Um, go check it out and uh, and and you will not be disappointed. All right, Rusty, any parting thoughts as this week kind of goes on? I mean, Georgia's practicing. They may be practicing right this moment for all we know. We know they're practicing today in Athens. Yeah, and they then, are. then they'll hop on a plane and they will get down here to they're actually flying into Miami, which, you know, it's it's crazy how spread out everything is down here. We'll have to go drive over and see that. But uh, anything you want to, you know, talk about real quick before before that all happens. You know, uh the last thing I'll say is Florida State's had a lot of opt-outs of their starters. They had a lot of opt-out of their starters. But when you take the uh, portal with the portal guys with Georgia, I'm interested to see who comes down there with more scholarship players. Who knows? You know what I mean? I don't know that Florida State has had – they've lost starters. It's, that's that's the biggest thing for them. And uh, obviously quarterback situation. But, uh, you know, Georgia's not – they're not landing down there with 85 dudes. I mean – We'll see what they end up with, but um, I feel confident more the starter guys will play for Georgia. I don't know exactly who I was going to play yet, but, um, you know, I wonder who's going to end up with 65, 60 scholarship players in a bowl game, which is it's just crazy, man. Yeah, but it, listen, it's football, and oh, I yeah. very much enjoyed bowl season. I always do. Um, hunker down, enjoy all that, and a lot going on these next few days, and we'll get a chance to talk to assistant coaches, um, you know, coordinators uh, for the first time since August. That'll mm -hmm. be fun. Um, you know, talk to players. A lot of cool stuff comes out of bowl games. Uh, hey, come on over to Dogs HQ and join us. Hit like and subscribe, like it says across the bottom right there. Join this channel. We'll be back with you for the next it shows on at least the next two days and maybe more. Uh, but for this episode of uh, of the Georgia Show AM, I'm Jake Rose, Rusty Mansell. Y'all have a good one. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.